Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about the Hulu original series, Monsterland. Season one, I guess. I don't know if this is... I don't know. The complete series. The complete... Yeah, I mean, let's be real. Um, we're talking about it. It's horror month, Halloween month, so we're, uh, we're going to continue it by reviewing new horror-based properties. Um, except for last week where we reviewed a movie from 2007. Uh, but anyway, we're going to get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, so, yes, we had a choice between two Hulu originals of Monsterland and Books of Blood. And stay tuned to the end to see if we made the right choice or not. <laughs> well, we have um, to watch both to figure that out. Uh, yes, that is true. Um, but anyway, before we go any further, let's make sure that we always remember our uh, pickle. Of the, of the week. <sighs> Dang it. <laughs> Never say week. I'll, I'll say week next time. I want you yeah. to remember that, Ron. I'm always going to say. I'm going to also say week next time. What if I okay, say cool. pickle of? Like, that's just going to throw you off. No, that's fine. And then me and Dylan can be the week. No, <laughs> perfect. Um, my pickle of the week uh, is from Vault Comics, Vampire the Masquerade number three. Um, the series has been very good so far. Um, yeah, pick it up. It's good. We have all three issues. Well, we have all the issues in stock. It's Sugarland for sure. Word. So very exciting. What's your pickle, uh, Ron? I am picking um, Seven Secrets number three. Ooh, I like the series a lot. Uh, it's progressing pretty nicely. They aged up the main character in the last issue, so super excited to see what's going on. Michael, I'm surprised you didn't pick Rorschach number one. Yeah, you know, I'm just a big fan of like After Watchmen and. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, Doomsday Clock. Um, <laughs> Watchmen 2. <laughs> Watchmen 2. Uh, yeah, um, I didn't read it. I'm not against it. Well, no, I mean, Doomsday Clock was apparently good. I didn't read it, but, you know. Who's writing it? Tom King. Oh. They put their best writer on it, but we'll see. That comes out this week also. It does. Um, my pickle is a graphic novel, again. Ooh. Uh, it is called Swamp Thing, Twin Branches. Oh, Twin Branches. I think we'll be the one that, later as well. Yeah. But it's uh yeah, I'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm um, what's one of those DC formerly DC Ink and Zoom things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks good though. Yeah, I love it through it today. Um this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified by that dog. Uh, once we get 100 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. Um, so let's talk about events. That's always what we do after the review. So the next thing on the bullet point is events. Um, I'll do mine first. Um, this coming Friday, I believe that will be the 16th, um, we have Keyforge on our Discord, as always. Uh, we'll be running it online. We're going to run a sealed with any set you want. No restrictions. Go wild. Um, see our Discord uh, for instructions on how to buy into that. 
um, the following day uh, at 7 p.m. on October Saturday, October 17th, we are doing a our second paint night, our monthly event. Um, this month, we are doing a freestyle. Paint whatever you want. Um, just come into any Bedrock City location, pick up a miniature, and paint. You don't have to buy paint from us. You can buy it at Walmart, you know. Uh, we do sell paint sets at most of our locations. Um, but, you know, if you want to go to Walmart and get the 97-cent acrylics, you know, they're not as good. But, you know, you can you can get pretty creative with those things. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be doing that on Discord uh, again uh, with, you know, webcams pointed at the miniatures, having a good time. Um, I think I'm going to be painting Shadowrun. I'm not 100% sure. It's either going to be Shadowrun or Dungeons and Doggies. Not sure yet. We'll see. Um, and then I also have Keyforge next Friday as well. And that's it for me for this month. Oh, Dylan's Dylan's muted. He started. My talking. bad, my bad, my bad. Um, we have a. I muted it because my dogs were going wild. Someone stop. Tell me why people stomping down the hallway. Why stomping? It is eight thirty, ma'am. You can you can walk normal anyway. Um, there is a DC another live event like the Beast Boy one for Swamp Thing Twin Branches. What? I just talked about that book. Wow, it came out today. Callback. Yesterday. Um, so it'll be a live uh, Q and A slash you can claim signed books with the writer Maggie Steif Vader and the artist Morgan Beam. And what day the, is that? It is October twenty fourth. It's Saturday. just a Saturday. Not this Saturday, but the one after that. Good. 7 p.m. at bedrockcity.com slash live. And it's moderated by Kelly Jones, who is a comic book writer. Oh, yeah. Um, awesome. So that's going to be fun. And then we have the Halloween sale uh, later in October, October 28th through November 1st. That is a Wednesday through Sunday, five days, all locations, all five locations. Um, everything's on sale. That's it. What about What about this Wednesday? Oh yeah, there's a. <laughs> I don't know what what is this Wednesday. Um, you mean today? I mean, oh yes, I mean today. There is I a think Facebook it's a live. live. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. You reminded it, me. Of, I think to find it, I go to bedrockcity.com/slash/live, right? Yeah, that's crazy. How do wow. you know that? That's pretty fancy. So yeah, that's happening. It's um last week was like the big high dollar key issue week. And this week is the more like cool bricks. lower do- dollar and bricks week, you know. Nice. So if you're not a high roller, this is the week for you. Okay. Lots of cool stuff. Every time we like don't have those like expensive key issues, I make up for it by pulling out the stashed away cool like ten dollar books. You yeah, know? the the, the off the wall titles that. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. That you didn't know you needed. Stuff that um, gets lost in the bin that you're never going to come yeah. across. Yeah. Like, you didn't know you um, needed the break of Archie versus Predator, but, you know, you're it's here. Exactly. I'm trying to think of a highlight from this week. Lost in the bin sounds like a segment on a podcast. Lost in the bin. <laughs> lost in the bin. Lost in the ghetto. It sounds like something we would have uh, come up with uh, back early in the on. Back when we yeah, had a when you tried to theme everything, yeah. Hey, Ron, you remember um, any of the other early segments that we used to ads and drops? Well, ads and drops was one for yep. sure. Yeah, uh, there's only there's one more that I'm thinking of specifically. 
Oh boy. Oh no, um, it's it a quiz. It, it was about discussions that would come up on the floor. Oh no. Uh I forget. I know which one you're talking about. But yeah, I forget the name of it. Shop talk. Shop talk. That's what that is what it is. I still I, can't believe y'all did drops. For, we did we did it once. That's crazy. We did, wow, yeah. we, we did that once and like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> I want to go back and listen to that. It's like, yeah, this sucks. Don't read it. Here's what sucks that you shouldn't read. Um Right. What else? Oh, there's a it hasn't been officially announced, but there's like a Super Suns similar to Swamp Thing one in early November. I've said that what? a few times, but I don't have an official date, but that's exciting. That's happening. Yeah. And that's the two sis. Um what I done did. Um, I know Ron's got a good one. I got one. What did I you do? You know a tattoo? I don't. I wish. I believe it. Um, I got a tattoo. No, I didn't. Um, what did I do? I didn't do anything. I uh, stayed home and <laughs> watched TV. You watched Monsterland? I watched Monsterland is what I did. I normally... It takes a lot to for me to watch eight episodes of something in a week. Um, for real. It was a struggle, bus. Yeah, it was... Sure. I mean, I normally don't have that kind of time. Um, I had to make it, so I did that. Uh, I, I, and I've been going through Tony Hawk. Um, I'm oh. done with all the big stuff. Um, Ooh! Now I'm going. Th- yeah, oh yeah. Now I got I got platinum scores on all the levels. Now I'm going through trying to get all the challenges done. I didn't think I was going to care about the challenges, but I do. So, I respect. Yeah, y'all, y'all need to get on Xbox. Not maybe not y'all too, but like y'all listeners need to get on Xbox. <laughs> come find me. Let's let's play some let's play some Tony Hawk. Or come find me. Let's play some Fall Guys. Hey, there you go. That no one plays anymore. When are we gonna um, do Among? Yeah, everyone's doing Among Us. We, got, we should do an Uncanny yeah. Universe uh, Among Us play together. I want to. That'd be fun. That would be dope. That would be dope. We, we were, we've been talking about it on our on our Discord. I just need someone to set it up. I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to spearhead everything. Word. Um, I watched Monsterland yesterday. Yes. All of it. Pretty, I watched one episode on Saturday and then the rest yesterday. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, boy, wild. Um, it's because you goofed and you watched next week's stuff first. Well, it was on purpose. Like I, I can't wait to watch Bly Manor. I see spoilers everywhere. Oh, sure. So, um, I watched Bly Manor on Friday and Saturday. I finished that, and then. Which we will talk about next week, so um, you guys can watch that. Yeah, watch it now so you can talk about it with us because we're going to spoil it next week. So how are they going to talk about it with us though? Like they can't like call in or anything. They, they just can. talk back. It's kind of crazy. They can talk. Yeah, we got Twitter. Yeah, BRC on Twitter. That too. Uh, Instagram. Yeah, on Kenny Universe. Universe. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. What else do you do? Uneventful. I I caught up on. This HBO show I like called We Are Who We Are. By Kesha? Luca Guadagnino. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Euphoria meets Call Me By Your Name, because he's, he's that director. I don't know, but it's good. Okay. okay. Um, and that's that's all I did. I'm sorry. The Masked Wrestler starts this week, Dylan. Yay. You have to <laughs> you gotta watch it. You got to okay. sign up Send me for... a YouTube link. I'm not signing up for anything. Like it'll be on YouTube. Um, it'll be on oh, bootlegs. It. Okay, cool. Um, but anyway, so boys, Ronnie boy, I went fishing today. What? In, what? 
earlier today. Would you go fishing? Oh, for? I uh, we we fished for some fish. Bet. Uh, it was did you catch, catch anything? It was a catch and release uh, pond body of water. So couldn't keep anything, but okay. Uh, this is my first time fishing in a very long time. Used to fish when I was a little boy. Uh, so that's so cool. Heavy. There was some bass, some big bass, bass, in, yeah, in the in the pond, and I, uh, they weren't really, you know, nibbling at nothing. And then by the time I was like, you know what? There's one right here in front of me. I'm gonna drop it. He's gonna turn around and bite my my hook. Sure enough, that's what happened. Nice. We all struggling with it. It's like, oh, we gotta get it up. And then uh, he he just took the bait and, and, and uh, swam off. Unfortunately, wow. Couldn't catch him in time. Couldn't fully good, catch him in time. Good for her. Couldn't <laughs> fully catch in time, but it was fun. It was good. Nice. The mosquitoes were rampant. Ooh. Yeah, no kidding. Was, Where'd you go? Uh, it's in um, Palacios. Yeah, it's in Katy. Out there in Katy. Katy. Okay. So, I was saying Palacios because that themes with. Uh, Monsterland. Ah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, yeah. it, I put the exciting. video up. We got video of me catching it and losing it. So what? I'll put it on the Insta. Maybe. I have to check the audio. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's not out on Sunday, just come see me. Right. I'm just on, just, uh, just delete the, the, the app audio and just put WAP on top of it or something. I could. I could. Radio edit. Um, but anyway, let's get into the news. Um, Non-Marvel studio movies now have an official name. While recent claims uh, that some of the Spider-Man movies could be coming to Disney Plus uh, proved to be incorrect, Disney's acquisition of Fox means that the studio's Marvel titles are now available on the platform. In In order to make it clear that people to people that those movies have nothing to do with the MCU, they now fall under the, quote, Marvel Legacy umbrella on the streaming service. As you might expect, those in the MCU are under the Marvel Cinematic Universe heading. Um, that's good, because um, I know there are people that are not as attuned to this type of a thing as we are. Sure. Um, and don't know that, you know, the MCU is different from all the other old movies and, you know. Right. So that's good. That's no, smart. And, and it fits with the, with the Disney branding, right? Because that's what Star Wars Legacy. Yeah. They're otherizing the old Marvel movies. The Fox, the Fox Marvel movies. I mean, they kind of have to. Yeah, they can't really I'm get okay with it. Just for, for organization. Yeah, exactly. Um, Green Lantern series picked up at HBO Max. HBO Max has announced uh, that Seth Graham Smith from Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and the Lego Batman movie has been tapped as showrunner for the upcoming Green Lantern TV series. Oh, boy. Um, Green Lantern has already received a straight-to-series order for 10 episodes, with Graham Smith and Mark Guggenheim of Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow co-writing the first hour. While the scripts are still being broken down, the series is tentatively scheduled to begin production mid-2021, likely suggesting it may not debut on the streamer until sometime in 2022. As for who's involved, the main characters uh, will be Guy Gardner, Jessica, Tru- Jessica Cruz, Simon Boz, uh, Alan Scott, 
uh, and fan favorite Kilowog and classic DC Comics villain Sinestro, um, also slated to appear. No word on casting yet, but it seems probable that we won't hear anything on that front until at least early next year. Um, cool. It'd be I'm cool uh, when we see stuff, right? <laughs> I, I don't think this uh, creative team is very it's not a powerhouse. Yeah, the guy, the guy, the showrunner, Seth uh, Smith. Seth, yeah, he did Dark Shadows, the recent one, Abraham oh. Lincoln Vampire Hunter, uh, the Lego Ninjago movie, Child's Play, the 2019 one. Was that good? No. Oh, it's just one of the you know how there's always those writers that you're like, why are they still working? It's, you know, I remember that came up when we were talking about the Dark Tower. I'm like, it Akiva seems like Goldman? this is that who wrote it? Yeah, he yeah. only does bad movies too. It's like you only do bad movies. How did like? I guess he's cheap. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Guggenheim is the um, is that Guggenheim right? Yeah, Guggenheim. Yeah. He's the uh, Arrowverse guy, you know. So I don't know. So, I, I was yeah. hoping they would it would be like a different direction than uh, the CW stuff. I'm sure it'll be a bigger budget, but it doesn't sound yeah. like they're putting like HBO level powerhouse talent. This isn't going to be Watchmen. Like I am uh, glad that the cast is diverse. You know, it's got a like Jessica Cruz is Mexican, Simon Paz is Middle Eastern, Alan Scott may still be gay. I don't know. <laughs> They mentioned that in the article, so that makes me think he is, you know? Okay. Because the studios kind of tell them what to write up. And Link sure. did mention that if, if he wasn't. Um, I think it's interesting that I would have liked for Jon Stewart to be in it. But yeah. it seems like they would put him in it if they weren't saving him for a movie. That makes sense but, to me. But at the same time, it's like, well, where's the movie? You know? Like, it's never going to come out. It's not going to so happen. Just use him here. Like, stop waiting for. Stop, Something stop better pretending to come this along. movie's going to happen. That a Green Lantern movie. It was supposed to come out this year. Remember when they announced like 500 <laughs> yes. DC movies? I think no. Green Lantern was the final. It was like Green Lantern and Cyborg were the final ones, and it was 2020. So we've oh. now officially reached the end of the uh, it's DC out. slate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but, I mean, that's relatively exciting. I mean, especially if you're a Green Lantern fan. Um, should be promising. I consider myself a Green Lantern fan. I hope it's good. I'm I'm not. I've read very little Green Lantern in my life. Same. Um, but the stand official trailer has been released for the upcoming Stephen King adaptation. The first trailer for CBS All Access's upcoming readaptation of Stephen King's The Stand is here, and we also have a new poster and a few first look stills. New Mutants director Josh Boone, who was the driving force behind all previous attempts to adapt the book, will <laughs> direct, write, and produce the upcoming series. Um, for those unfamiliar with King's novel, The Stand deals with a global pandemic. Yes, it's a scary, a scarily prescient tale known as Captain Trips. Uh, that's what they call the super flu in the book, uh, which wipes out 99% of the world's population. The survivors are immune to the disease, but are ultimately forced to fight each other as some are drawn to the light of uh, Mother Abigail and others are drawn to the darkness of Randall Flagg, uh, the man in black from the from uh dark tower spoilers yeah this is cool the trailer looked good yeah it did it did look good you're gonna read Are this you all nervous because of josh josh boone uh no i mean what has he done other than new mutants fault in our stars hmm 
Okay. It's not one of those ones where like, oh, he did this, which is similar, so now he's doing this, you know? Well, just all over the place. That original New Mutants trailer, you know, was kind of horror-y, so... Yeah, New Mutants was a little spooky. Yeah, or trying to be anyway, you know? Tried to be, yeah. And The Stand isn't really a horror book, though. It's more um, dystopian fantasy, I guess. Um, yeah. And I, I'm I'm here for it. I've only read The Stand once. It's long. Um, I'll read it again. When is this thing starting? It's November? Or no, okay. December. Okay, good. Because I'm trying oh, to only well. read horror books in the month of October. So I'm just going to wait. I'll watch for the cast, and obviously, well, oh no, it's on CBS. I don't, I don't know if I have CBS All Access. CBS All Access? Yeah, I don't have that either. It sucks when things get stuck on services no one has, you know. Right. There's another Stephen King adaptation that was on All Access that I wanted to watch, uh, Mr. Mercedes. I loved that series of novels, and the trailers for it looked good, but it's like, well, I'm never going to watch that. Mm Mm-hmm. But I might, I mean, my mom has like all the subscriptions under the sun. We might actually have that. Um, so do it for Whoopi. I mean, I will definitely sign up for a free trial. If, if I, 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 I definitely want to watch a good adaptation of the stand because there was a mini series in the nineties. Uh, that's not 94? great. Specifically. Yes. It's not great. Don't, don't, don't let anybody lie to you. Uh, but, uh, anyway. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. The trailer, the trailer looks really good. Um, Modoc first images from Marvel and Hulu's new animated series have been released, and it was interesting. Huh. A interesting. batch of official stills from Modoc and Hulu's, uh, I'm sorry, from Marvel and Hulu's Modoc <laughs> are now online, um, giving us a first look at the titular supervillain played by Patton Oswalt and his highly dysfunctional family. The stop-motion animation comedy series is the brainchild of Oswald and and showrunner slash executive producer Jordan Blum, uh, who wanted to delve into what a, quote, mobile organism designed only for killing did in his downtime when he wasn't battling the Avengers and striving for world domination. Um, And this is one of the few ways that is acceptable to really do MODOK as like a... And, I think it'd be really hard to do it and try to take Modoc seriously. As someone who likes yeah. Modoc a lot, you know, play that Avengers game. Like that Avengers game, right? To take him pretty seriously. Remember when that news came out? We're like, surely he's not like the villain of that right. game, and oh, he is. <laughs> yeah, like, yep. oh. They attempted to make him less like silly looking, though. You know, did, he's I not a big head. Yeah, they did. Seen his look, to be honest. He doesn't have like limbs coming out of that machine. I don't know. It's less silly looking. But this, I feel like you're right. Silly is the only way to do Modoc. I mean, we knew it would be with the team behind it, but I was not expecting stop motion. No, yeah, I wasn't either. expecting that either. Now, I, I, I wonder. I don't like it, but I don't normally go for that type of a thing, you know. Um, but it's like uh, robot chicken. It, it, it looks so jarring. <laughs> It does, especially when you weren't expecting it. Because as far as I'm aware, that wasn't anything that was announced, right? That I don't was think so. No, no. I um, mean, it's kind of a weird idea to put out images for a stop motion thing because it just looks like, like, oh, here's this new Modoc toy that's coming out, you know? Right. It isn't because sure. it's not moving. 
It's just stop. I yeah, don't know. It's, it's weird. It, I like the design though. Like that'd be a cool. Yeah, no, the design st- is statue. good. Like it looks. I mean, I'll buy the toy if that's. Yeah, when they make that, are you going to buy it? Of course. Okay, <laughs> thought you were done with toys. Well, I'm not done so... with toys. I'm done. I am done with toys, but I'll buy Modok. I okay. don't. I don't. I only have one Modok. It's not even up. It's the build a figure. That's Ooh. the Modok. That is the best one. Well, no, the yeah. best one is the Bowen, uh, which I don't. Oh have. yeah, yeah, that's expensive. Uh, I have the yeah no I don't have that one. I'm looking at my Bowens are right above me here. I have She-Hulk, Spider Woman, uh, Thor, The Watcher, Galactus. I don't know you no. had Bowens. Hmm. I don't know you had Bowens. I've I mean I have a few. I have the Lockjaw. That's that's my prize. Is the is the Lockjaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, um, Disney and Pixar's Soul will skip theaters entirely and head straight to Disney Plus. Now, before I read this article, this is just is just like counter to everything we were talking about last week. You know, like, well, clearly everything was a flop. Um, no. But, uh, so Walt Disney Studios has officially announced that Pixar's original original animated feature Soul will skip theaters entirely this fall and head straight to Disney Plus on Christmas Day. Um, with Soul off now off the calendar, all eyes are once again on Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984, which is currently holding on to its December 25th release date. But with every other major release having punted into 21, uh, it may only be a matter of days or hours before Warner Brothers opts to push the Gal Gadot-led sequel into next year. Um, and as of this recording, it hasn't happened. But I, I believe, like, <laughs> right, like, what was it, like an hour after we stopped recording last week, there was... Warner Brothers shifted its whole schedule for everything. Uh-huh. Yep. And we were like, Dune might move during the during the show. Right. Oh, well. But no, I don't think this is contradictory to what we've been saying because this is more along the lines of um, Witches, the HBO Max show. You know, they there's no avenue for this movie to make money. And it's not going to be a big moneymaker. It's like a original Pixar. So they're just going to cut their losses and try and get some Disney+. Plus. This isn't premium. Oh, you know, they're not they're not trying to make money on it. It's just it's going on for free. Wow. So they're just like, ah, let's try and get some new subscribers. They're not oh, attempting to do to, to like make make up at their money for it. Interesting. I'm glad they're doing it. I think it's a good Christmas movie, and I've been looking forward to this. It has uh, I don't remember who the main actor is. It has Tina Fey in it too. Okay. But we knew um, this would happen. They they it's like the only Disney movie that hasn't had a date. You know, Jamie right. Foxx. Okay. So are we going to review this for Christmas? Sure. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Might as well, right? Well, what if Wonder Woman comes out that same day? So, I mean, I, w- I would offer a bet, but I don't think anybody would take it. I'll, mm, let's finish the news articles and then we'll talk about <laughs> ah, that. Ah, okay. I want you to be informed. Okay. Invincible first trailer. Um, of for Amazon's animated series has been released. Um, Amazon has released the first trailer for Invincible, an hour-long uh, adult animated series based on Robert Kirkman's comic book of the same name. The, team made, the, the teaser finds teenager Mark Grayson, played by Steven Yeun, um, and his superhero father, J.K. Simmons, playing a very unique game of catch. We then get to look at Mark in costume as his superhero alter ego as he engages engages in some pretty bloody battles with several villains, followed by quick shots of some other principal characters, including a final glimpse of Monster Girl. The promo also confirmed the the show is set to premiere 2021. 
Are either um, Invincible fans? No, I, I thought about reading it. Volume. Dwight, do you like it? Is a huge fan. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, so it. I keep talking to Chuck about it because they keep getting popped up. But once the sec, like the first volume is like okay, and then once volume two starts, it's supposed to be like get insane from there. So I'll pick it back up at some point. I think I have the continuum. It, it look, I've always thought of it as something that's like too over the top that I wouldn't enjoy. But like Kickass or something. Maybe, yeah, or like The Boys, you know, mm. something like that. But I like The Boys, though. I like the TV show, but I've heard the comic is... Oh, The Boys comic is not something you want to read. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about it, because I just... Um, oh, I did that, too, this week. I finished The Boys season two. Um, I've been thinking about reading it, because I want to see more of the story, but then I flip through it, and I'm like, nah. That, the <laughs> book is uh, very of the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's... it seems pretty offensive. Warren Ellis? No. Who wrote that book? Garth Ennis, right? Garth Ennis. Thank you. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is very Garth Ennis y. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, I've never read it. I've never read The Boys. I also never watched The Boys. So, But one thing about the Invincible uh, trailer is that I didn't like the animation. It looked, some of it looked okay, but then some of it looked really cheap. Yeah, like, some of it. I, I, but I thought so it looks a lot like his art. So I'm kind of. It, it does look true to form. Yeah, I will say yeah. that. It's kind of surprising how they, how accurately they got that. It's also weird that it's an hour long animated show. I don't think I've seen that before. That's got to be. I mean, not in a while. Very uncommon. So I can't think of one. Yeah, me neither. Like, didn't Comedy Central use? I don't know. I'm, I might be thinking of something else. I don't know. I can't think of any. I'm. I'm sure someone listening is like, right, fool. It's this one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Spider-Man 3 adds Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch will appear as Doctor Strange in Spider-Man 3, and he'll be taking over as Peter's new mentor. Um, THR reports that Cumberbatch has signed on to reprise the role of the Sorcerer Supreme for Marvel and Sony's third uh, solo Spidey adventure, and will fill the mentor role that was previously occupied by Robert Downey Jr., who played Tony Stark slash Iron Man in Spider-Man Homecoming, and by Samuel L. Jackson in Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, that's exciting. Yeah. It's good news. I have mixed feelings about it. Okay. Um, I'm glad he's in it. I, I'm hoping this is like, I have this whole vision in my head, you know, like speculators. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not like comic speculators, but like speculating what's going to happen in the movies. But like that there's like some kind of multiverse saga and it like it starts in WandaVision and then continues in Spider-Man and then carries over into Doctor Strange, you know, like it's easy I, to connect those dots, but I'm not sure that's what's happening, but that's what would be cool. So if that's what's happening, I'm I'm here for it. I'd but love like, to see them reach for something that's that sort of out there. Mm-hmm. I'm because I feel like we've at this point, like in a few years, well, it'll been it'll have been a while since anything was connected, like how the Infinity Saga movies were connected, you know, right. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of, it was part of the fun was to be like, oh, what's going to happen with this? Or like, once he gets all the stones, this is going to happen, you know, like something to look forward to. Right. So if it's like another like mini saga, I think that'd be cool. You know, a through line between multiple movies. Yeah. But Indeed. I feel like with Spider-Man, the whole point with him was that like he didn't need a mentor anymore. So right. it's kind of weird that 
he's coming this full circle be, and been like, ah, oh, another mentor. Like, does he have to have a Marvel a mentor out. every movie? This might be a fake out though. He's a scroll. He might. Well, no, he just might not actually be a mentor. You know. Yeah, I mean, he it'd be fine if he's not a mentor, but like, I doubt Spider Man knows anything about the multiverse. You know, so maybe that's why he shows up. But that's why he shows up. Yeah. But this article said he's going to fill the mentor role that Iron Tony Stark did. I hope that's not true. That could be the fake. Get you, get you. you know. I mean, Mysterio did that too. True. Um, in Ron news, um, Alita Battle Angel is returning to theaters oh, no. later this month. You'll you'll like this article, Michael. Uh, oh boy. Um, in an effort to help out struggling movie theaters, producer James Cameron has taken to Twitter to confirm that Alita Battle Angel is coming back to the big screen on October 30th. While it reportedly remains unsafe to uh, visit theaters. The Alita Army is is inexplicably happy to do so. As a result, it's easy to imagine fans of the movie taking advantage of the opportunity to catch the whitewashed anime adaptation in theaters one more time. Should it perform well enough, the likelihood of a sequel sequel could increase. Boy, <laughs> this is yeah. This is not someone some, has an agenda. Someone has to save the theaters. It might, might as well be Alita, right? Might as well be white people. <laughs> my, yeah, I mean, might as well be a whitewashed anime movie. Um, right as I said, we were done. Right, it it comes back in theaters. This doesn't really count, but no, it doesn't. Really what, what was the billboard for? Remind me. Was it to get it an Oscar? The oh, Alita for Alita? There was like that I big. I don't remember honestly. I think I remember there was this whole campaign to buy like five of each Blu-ray or something. But what? I don't, I don't know about that one. The Elite Armies. It's an interesting creature. Wrong. But Is that subreddit still. I don't know. Oh, it was the latest. It was a. It was a billboard uh, campaigning for a sequel. Okay. Uh, well, good luck to them. Um, they have the chance right now. I guess this is a good choice for a movie to re-release because no one really saw it. You know. Yeah, it'd be weird to and be they like. Still won't see it. <laughs> I think the those people will, the fans. I think they're gonna go out and see it no matter what. The, There's not a lot of them. The army. Yeah, but they'll make a uh, statement a little bit. I'm sure we'll get some little headline like, "Oh, it made a few million dollars" or something like that. You know, a few thousand dollars. The best movie to be thousand. released during the pandemic, or the the highest box office. There was um, a headline this week of war. Some movie called War with Grandpa came out. With I think Robert De Niro, and it oh. toppled Tenet at the box office. Really, what? it made three million dollars, and Tenet's in its sixth week, but still, it oh, did it. Oh, it knocked it off of first place. Yeah, I hate those headlines. I remember when this is like a total back in the track, day, but like yeah, back back in the day when Taylor Swift's album was out for like a month, right? And then like Tool dropped an album, and it Tool everyone, everyone's Taylor like Swift. Yeah, I was like, calm down. Like, this album's been out for forever. Let's let's chill. Right. My coworker, Eddie, shout out Eddie. He's <laughs> like, oh, t- Tool beat Taylor Swift. And I was like, no, it didn't. Let's look at the numbers. <laughs> let's, look, let's look at the hard facts here. <laughs> right. No shade like, to Tool. Yeah, no, no shade to Tool, but, like, they're not going to get Taylor Swift numbers. But if they came out week the same week. The Tool Army, though. Then that would the Tool Army. The Tool, tool Kit. Ar- Dude, the Tool Army's <laughs> the tool like, for real, though. Um, to, hardcore Tool fans are a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't like their last album or their. It was their first surprise album in a very album. long time. 
Okay. Um, and their I see singer, why their singer uh, Maynard James Keenan is notoriously um, a butt, mm-hmm. a very mm-hmm. tortured artist, and I'm better than everybody else type. Like what's his name? The Gallagher. What's what's the guy's name? Oh, Gallagher. Yeah. He was going off again the other day too. This is another music podcast. But and he was sucks, going off. Love, speaking of Taylor Swift, and I love Oasis. Going off on her. Uh, the yeah, I love Oasis. Um, they are the Beatles of the nineties. But Noel Gallagher is a fool. So what did, what, did, what did he do this week? I don't know. He was just listing artists and saying how they're all like a blight to humanity and stuff like oh, that. Oh yes, you know. Wow. Because he, Oasis was a high art band. He's got opinions, right? Don't they all? Um, there was a, there was an interview with him talking about he doesn't even know what Champagne Supernova is about. No one does. It doesn't make any sense. Right. So slowly walking down the hall faster than a cannonball. What does that mean? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they asked the, the interview asked him this week. He's like, oh, I don't know. Whatever <laughs> you want it to be. Um, Wonder Woman 1984 director Patty Jenkins addresses possibility of the sequel heading straight to streaming. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Quote, if we shut this down, this will not be a reversible process, the filmmaker said. We could lose the movie theater going experience forever. Um, it could be the kind of thing that happened to the music industry where you just crumble the entire industry by making it something by making it something that can't be profitable. I don't think any of us want to live in a world where the only option is to take your kids to watch a movie in your own living room, and not have a place to go for a date. Jenkins would wow. also add, I really hope that we are able to be one of the very first ones to come back and bring that to, into everyone's life. Um, that's real noble. Um, but I don't know. I I mean, just wait. Like, I think that's what she's saying. I agree yeah. with her. Well, no, I, I, I agree with the sentimentality, but like, I don't know if that's a realistic goal. I, I think... Uh, like saving the theater industry, you mean? Right. Or well, theater, it's gonna, it's just gonna be different. Yeah, we yeah. talk about this every week. You know, she was replying to a, like it's not clear if she meant to, but she was, she replied to a tweet saying that Wonder Woman comes out on Christmas Day, both in theaters and on streaming at the same time. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, and she was like, "Yes, it does," but like, it, maybe she didn't read it carefully, you know, because that would be like a major thing, yeah. to say. But she didn't delete it, so. I don't know, but I think it'd be interesting if it. I think that's the avenue we need to go down. I know we talked about that. We did, but like Release them streaming and theater simultaneously, just do it. You know, we can make everyone can make their own choice. People in LA and New York who still can't go to the theaters will be able to watch it. Watch it, yeah. That's the one thing that no one's tried yet. I think you know, right? I think Wonder Woman should do it in December. Yeah. Do you think that would help? Definitely. I I don't think it would hurt, right? I think it, it I can't mean, hurt. No, it definitely can't hurt. But like I don't think it's gonna get the numbers it wants if it does. Sure. That. Not at this point in time, you know? Like I don't know. Maybe I'm so it's not clear. So I don't if, know. If if this movie comes out for real in theaters, are we renting a theater? Are we seeing this movie? Are we just going general population? Like what's that what like I would definitely want to rent a theater. I'm still yeah, not gonna be down to go to theaters in December. Same. I mean, especially like, if we can just do the fifty dollar Cinemark. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fifty dollars with an asterisk. Uh, if you're doing, I think it's well, like I'm 80. sure like 
specific movies. Right, right. right. It's 80 for big you know, movies. But even right. so. But like, still. Yeah. Yeah. With 10 people, that's $8. You know? Yeah. Um, anyway, Jurassic yeah. World Dominion halts production for two weeks. Less than 24 hours after Universal announced the decision to push, push back Jurassic World Dominion one whole year to June 2022, director Colin Trevorrow has revealed that production on the highly anticipated Dino sequel is it highly anticipated <laughs> Dino sequel has been shut down for the latest two weeks due to positive COVID cases. He stresses that the individuals who tested positive has sent, have since tested negative, but the cast and crew will adhere to the extensive safety protocols set by the studio and halt filming until everyone is completely in the clear. Yikes. Um, I mean, good, but how many movies does this have to have just happen on? Right. Yeah. Just, just knock it off. Just quit it. Just, I'm, yeah. I'm, there's going to be a lull. I'm sorry. There's going to be a lull. We're already in the lull. So what does it matter? Yeah. There Clearly, won't be one soon. I don't think there, everything's back to filming. A lot of things are. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like Batman, Robert Pattinson got COVID and now he's back filming today. You know, is he back filming today? Jesus. Yeah. So it's like, well, at least we'll see movies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, the New Mutants to be released on Blu-ray and digital platforms. The New Mutants was the first film to make it back into theaters in the midst of the pandemic, and it did about as well as you might expect. Many Marvel fans unwilling to return to multiplexes still haven't seen 20th Century Fox's final X-Men film, but that will change November 17th. IGN confirms that New Mutants will be released on Blu-ray, 4K Ultra HD, DVD, and Digital HD next month. And it seems that the film is being <laughs> billed as, quote, the ultimate collector's edition. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Fancy. I don't like the cover. I don't know why. It's Just, boring. Right. Um, I don't know if that's final cover or not, but um, it is rough. You know it is. Just I'm standing in front of the a house, the mansion, yeah. the asylum. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't really buy physical anymore, so I won't be buying this. Um, you buy it digitally? Yeah, probably. I think I'd watch it again. I would like to watch it again. I but I liked it. I don't know. But I might not buy it immediately because, like, I don't know if I like twenty dollars like it, which is I'm sure what it'll mm-hmm. be on new release mm-hmm. day. Like, yeah. I, I think I like ten dollars like it. You know, five dollars like it. Well, wow. <laughs> or UV spider buy someone's ultraviolet code like it. You know, wow. Um, Tenet, uh, Christopher Nolan's movie, will be released on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, Film Stories is reporting that Christopher Nolan's Tenet is set to arrive on DVD and Blu-ray in the U.S. on December 15th. There's no word on special features, but it has been confirmed that the movie will have subtitles, which are bound to come in handy for what many critics described as an indecipherable scenes thanks to muffled dialogue. Nolan's movie failed to reignite the box office as both he and Warner Brothers had hoped underperforming in a major way thanks to ongoing concerns caused by COVID-19. Um, this one I'll definitely buy at, at release because I'd like to watch it again. Yeah, I want to see like this it. again. This is definitely a movie I would have seen a second time in theaters if it wasn't a pandemic, you know. I think this is the right time to release it too. Absolutely. You, you movie boys. Uh, once it gets put out on uh, Blu-ray and DVD, does it allow access to digital rentals? Is that mm-hmm. the case? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I absolutely. will rent this movie. Again well, sometimes it, I assume it's first. not like it depends. Yeah. 
sometimes you can only buy it digitally, but gotcha. Normally, a movie comes out first digitally, and then a couple in a couple weeks it comes out on Blu-ray. Physical. And and when it comes out physical, right. then you can buy it digitally. Okay. I mean, then you can also rent it digitally. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's all different. Now, I, I will. Uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, Resident Evil news: Sony's big screen reboot reveals the cast. Um, a new movie is in the works from Sony Pictures, which is being billed as an origin story adaptation that faithfully ties into Capcom's classic survival horror series. Set in in 1998, on a fateful night in Raccoon City, the film, which is set to receive a theatrical release, has assembled a cast including Kaya Scodelario. Sure. Um, as Claire Redfield, alongside Hannah John Carmen uh, from Ant-Man and the Wasp, as Jill Valentine, uh, Robbie Amell uh, as Chris Renfeld, Renfield, uh, Tom Hooper as Albert Wesker, even Josia uh, as Leon, and Neil McDonough from Yellowstone, seasons one, two, and three, I assume, uh, as Ooh. William Birkin. You know, we haven't had one of those updates. I'm sure Yellowstone's still top five. I'm sure. It has to be. Nothing else is coming out. Like it's kind of <laughs> pointless to. Anyway, um, <laughs> who cares? Um, <laughs> like I like Resident Evil. I love all those trashy movies. I'm hoping this one. This one seems like they're trying to be less trashy, which I don't think is the right move. Like, no, don't be serious. You can't. You can't like go back. You know. No. Once that horse is out of the barn, it's there's no getting it back in. Once can't can't walk it back. No. Um. So I hope it's silly and stupid. Dogs are barking. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think I don't care about this at all. Um, but I'll see it if we do a review. You know, that's oh, probably. Won't. Oh, okay. Um, excellent. Well, you heard it here first. In 15 years, we will review this movie <laughs> when it comes out. Um, the boys' spinoff will draw inspiration from the comics' controversial X-Men parody, The G-Men. Boy. Um, there has been speculation that the show might be based uh, on the G-Man from uh, the source comic books, and showrunner uh, Kripke has now confirmed that the controversial super team will at least be partially inspired – I'm sorry, this is a good sentence – will at least partially inspire the direction of the new series. Um, I would say it's loosely inspired by an element of the comics, which is the G-Man. Part of the G-Man is there a sort of educational college experience, Kripke called, told the rap. Or Kripke told the rap. Uh, and we just used that as a jumping off point, similar to the boys, where we take sort of take an initial notion and then we are going to run with it in our own weird direction. Um, cool. it, I don't know what's controversial about G-Men. I don't know. No clue. Hmm. Um, I, you know, none of I us don't like it. it. I'm scared. I mean, I'm sure it'll be more tastefully done. Like, it seems like that's what they did with the boys, you know? Like he said, they ran in their own direction with it. So, right. I've heard about some comparisons. So, if it's really that controversial, I'm sure it won't be in the show. Um, Warner Brothers shifts an entire its entire film release schedule hours after Warner Brothers moved Dannyville News Dune to October first, twenty twenty one. The studio has now unsurprisingly pushed back Matt Matt Reeves' highly highly anticipated Batman to March fourth, twenty twenty two. 
Uh, Hollywood Reporter notes that unlike Dune, the latest move can be solely attributed to significant production delays caused by an ongoing by the ongoing pandemic. Um, the studio has also announced a number of other changes to the upcoming DC lineup, including The Flash, which has moved back to November 2022. Shazam <laughs> has moved to June 2023. Um, and Black Adam has been temporarily moved from the release calendar entirely. Uh, Lana Wachowski's The Matrix 4 has been moved up to December 2021, um, taking the date oh. formerly occupied by Dwayne Johnson's uh, front by Black Adam. Black Adam, okay. Um, with Batman taking the Afro- okay, whatever. Uh, Minecraft is not that last. Yeah, that's that's the most important part of this article. Yeah. And my, and Minecraft, Minecraft is off the schedule. Updated. Off the schedule. Um, so, but again, so. as we say, have been saying every week, release dates aren't real right now. <laughs> They're purely. Theory. What do you mean? There's like nothing. You're not excited for Suzanne Fury of the Gods in 2023? I'm I'm so hyped, dude. So hyped for June 2023. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Yeah. We're like, going to be like gearing up for another election. I know, right? Yeah, it's basically. so crazy. We're going to be choosing a new president when Shazam 2 comes out. Right. Um, speaking of release dates, Monster Hunter moves back into 2020. Um, some alterations have made uh, have been made to Sony Pictures' release schedule, but it's not all bad news, apparently. Well, um, if you're looking forward to Monster <laughs> Hunter, um, the studio has been has made the decision to push Escape Room Two from December 30th to, until sometime in 2021. Why? Well, because Monster Hunter is now taking that spot um, instead of being pushed back to next year. Um, okay. How dare they move well, a movie up? Escape Room Two. Right. It's like that's the real news. Y'all. I like that movie a lot. So I like well, Escape Room One. Yes. So th- that's the movie that they should be prioritizing. If, if a movie is getting no, if a movie is getting moved into twenty twenty, that means it sucks. Yeah. You're right. Yes. That, oh yeah. That, like, means, that means they have they are prioritizing Escape Room Two by not dumping it out in twenty twenty. <laughs> right. It's funny that they're like it's not all bad news. It's like well, for some of us, it is bad news that Monster <laughs> Hunter is coming out. <laughs> Something because, I want to hear. I mean, we'll go see it. I'll go. I'll, no. I'll, no. 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 I don't know. Fifty dollars. If it's fifty dollars, come on. No. If it's yeah, under ten percent, I'll go. Under ten percent. I want it to be laughably bad. Uh, I mean, you know it will be. Um, Chaos Walking trailer has leaked. Um, when Chaos Walking um, added Daisy Ridley. Tom Holland and Mads Mikkelsen to its cast. The excitement for Doug Lyman's film went through the roof, apparently. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, it appears to have since been plagued by production issues, which have greatly delayed its release. Production wrapped in late 2017 with reshoots ordered (laughs) due to negative test screenings. Not taking place until last April, thanks to Ridley and Holland's commitments to their respective franchises. Wow. Um, Evil Dead director Fede Alvarez uh, helmed the reshoots without Lyman, um, and $15 million was added to the film's budget in the process. Um, now a release date for Chaos Walking has been set for January 2021, and a trailer has leaked today, and it looks fine. Looks okay. It does look okay. It look. I'm 
It says it's based on a best-selling novel, but everything. Michael, we have a, we have a history with this. We do. It has been on our book club list many times. It's called "The Knife of Never Letting Go." Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, we've been like, oh, we're gonna read it now. Oh, got pushed back again. Oh, got pushed back again. So, I'll read it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, we'll read it one day. Um, I don't buy them as a romantic couple. She looks like she's babysitting no. him. Yeah, wow. I'm not trying to be ageist, but like, he looks like a kid still. I think you know. Yes, he does. When I saw, I didn't. So Dylan sent us the trailer for this. Um, without it didn't like pull up the title, so I just clicked on it and I didn't know what I was watching. And I was like, "Oh, is this Uncharted? Oh no, it's some movie." I've I never mean, it could be. Of. Um, <laughs> but it is. It's a secret Uncharted project. The Others remake is in the works, apparently. Sources tell Deadline that Universal Pictures and Sentient Entertainment have, par- have partnered to remake the Alejandro Anabar's The Others and are in development of uh, that film. The original 2001 film starred Kidman and became a surprise summer hit, grossing more than $200 million at the worldwide box office. Similar to The Sixth Sense, the film is not only known for scaring audiences all summer, but delivering one of the all-time great twist endings. It, I, I don't know if it's all-time great twist endings, but okay. Um, <laughs> it is unknown how much this film will take from the original storyline. Insider execs say meeting with uh, insiders say execs are meeting with writers to adapt the script. Um, do you guys like this movie? Okay, so I don't want you to spoil it. But I've seen this movie, I think maybe twice. Okay. I don't remember the twist. <laughs> okay. So that kind of makes me want to watch it again, saying it's like a great twist. Tell me the twist. No, don't don't say it. I want, no, I'm not. I, I, um, I don't remember it. Was it that? I feel like it can't be that good if I don't it's, remember it. It's not. I mean, it's fine. But like, it's not like, oh my God, the twist, right? They're making it up like it's a sixth sense, you know? Right. Like it's because what you talk about when you talk about the sixth sense is the twist. I mean, I think what you talk about with the others is the general tone, and they achieved it very well. Um, I don't think I saw that movie. I don't. I don't think it's all that great. How um, dare you? I mean, it's fine, um, but it's not Lady in the Water good. I mean, wow. Uh, that's like one of the only Shyamalan movies I've never seen. Actually, it's worth it for the twist. The, the twist. What's a twist? Um, but anyway, that is all the news this week. So let's talk about a Hulu original series, Monsterland. For 10 minutes. Right. Um, so this just came out at the like last week, October 2nd, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, encounters with gothic beasts, including fallen angels and werewolves, broken people are driven to desperate acts in an attempt to repair their lives, ultimately showing there is a line, there is a thin line between man and beast. There's, uh, eight episodes that are all set, um, in different cities around America. Mm -hmm. Um, and all mostly unrelated to one another, uh, entirely unrelated, except for one character who shows up a couple times. Um, right. Um, this has big, like, um, you know, what are the other anthology, like Black Mirror or, um, sort of going for that sort of a vibe, um, I think. 
Agreed. But, it, it wants to be like that, yeah. Yes. Well, yes, wants to be. Um, I thought the trailer was pretty good, actually. Um, I remember we were when we were deciding between this or Books of Blood, I thought the trailer for this was stronger than Books of Blood, but I obviously I'm a big Clive Barker fan, so I would have been fine with that. Um, Books of Blood has like a 20 something percent. And like yeah, I know. It's apparently terrible. Too. Oh, for I'm real? Gonna, I'm still going to watch it. But, uh, yeah, same. I think we made maybe the right decision. I don't know. Yeah, but Books of Blood is shorter, though. That's the thing. Well, Less sure. suffering. Right. So, um, also, spoilers for Monsterland, if you care. Um, spoilers for Monsterland. Um, I, I, I watched all of this less than five days ago, and I only remember half the episodes. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> like, okay, that's not, that's not true. Like, I don't remember episode two, Eugene, Oregon. Bear, I, like, I got like no. Oh, that was with the shadows. Yeah, the yeah. Reddit incel. Yeah, the oh, red, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right. Okay. okay. I have to be upfront with y'all about something. Okay. Go I ahead. so I watched one on Saturday, like at midnight, and then I watched the rest yesterday. But oh. I kind of fell asleep through one episode, only one. Which like, one? Through part through parts of it. Um, the one with the fisherman. Oh uh, boy! Oh uh, no! That's that's the Sharko. With Sharko. I kept, I was drifting in and out. I caught most of it, but I, I don't know. I couldn't follow it. He was like, what is happening now? I was and then I would fall asleep again. <laughs> um, but that's the only one. I paid attention to all of it, I promise. So these episodes vary in quality. Um, oh boy, oof. A little bit. And yeah, some of them you can totally just skip, honestly. Um, you could probably even just skip the whole series, TBH. Um, there, I mean, Spoiler. I had a good time with some of these episodes, but I will never go back and watch them again. So, um, yeah, the, the first one is so sort of sets the tone for the whole series. It's a big time downer. Um, I mean, the whole thing, the whole series is a downer. Um, yeah, this is about how people are actually monsters. We're the monsters, Mister. That's the through line. It's a very um, through line is people very on the nose metaphors about how oh man everyone that's... is a monster. Right? Yeah, I mean up until the, the last episode, right? Was it the last episode or is it the which one? What where where the where someone literally says I am the monster? I forget. That, I think that, that was um, the line of dialogue in one of the episodes. Is that the oh. one with the lawyer lady? Yeah, that's what I assume, right? The... He literally becomes a monster. Yeah. Um, no, six. I think I think that was in um, the Kelly Marie Tran episode, uh, or the the last one with the angels. Um, but oh, yeah. it was the last one. It was yeah. They were talking about it. Yeah. The, Her, but the, uh, right. Michael. The, the thing with the the this whole thing leans on metaphor, like real real hard. And not subtle <laughs> in any way. Um, I oh man, I don't know what did you, I what did y'all? How think do about? we talk about this with the I, format of the show? I don't. I, I mean, we'd yeah. have to go by we'd have to go by and review every episode. Um, let's. I don't want to do all that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think that serves anybody any purpose. Um, right. If what was y'all's favorite episode? Uh, episode five, Plainfield. Same five was mine. Um. Yeah, I, I had liked I had liked three, 
until I got to five. I, so five, the one we like, is about a lawyer who is bipolar. And right. She, is it a spoiler to say what? Are we spoiling? Well, I mean, we said spoilers here. Okay, well, she dies, I guess. Yes. And haunts her lover as a zombie. Right. Right. There's but she's slowly dying. Yeah. Yeah, she's just falling apart. But yeah. And being kept um, in the and constantly trying to die. and Right. I it's, liked it's Seven, really dark. Episode Seven. Iron River was Kelly my. Marie. That was my. That one's really enjoyable. She, Kelly Marie was like what saved it though. I think. Oh like, yeah, she's great. She I don't think. Really the, I don't think the episode's good. She's though. a great actress. Like I feel like I haven't seen her in a lot of an. That Wars. shall not be named. Um, right. Yeah. But she was really good in that. I thought she played a, like, a believable teenager and kind of a psycho. Adult woman. I, I thought she was at the same yeah, time. That episode is definitely worth it just for her performance alone. She really carried it. The problem the is that I don't. Didn't, I didn't love okay. the ending of it. I didn't understand anything when she got to like that wooded house. What didn't you understand? I, I all of it. <laughs> well, her friend like, who she thought was missing. The premise what of is it is on? when she's a teenager, she goes to the woods and with her friend, and then her friend goes missing. She hears her screaming, but she kind of runs away. It tells right. the police she has no idea what happened. She didn't know how she got to the woods, anything. And then she takes over her friend's life. She kind of, she starts calling her, her mom, mom. She just Took like her nickname. Takes, her, takes her boyfriend, all her of, nickname. Maybe unintentionally, but like slowly she just started to take over her life. And then she goes back to the woods after everything falls apart and figures out that the the girl who went missing is actually like a being held captive by a witch. I know the witch then, thing was just like really yeah that was out of thing. nowhere. Like, what? And I was then the witch was like, "You can swap, you know, for your friend." And then she's like, "Nah," and she leaves. I was expecting the witch to be like a reveal because it was so obviously like a younger person in makeup. Sure. I thought it was her mom, maybe. Right, you know? right. I was or like, like her friend here, or herself, yeah. or you know what or I mean? Herself. Like, like yeah. there's something. No, it's just a witch. Okay, it might have been. It might have been Kelly Marie Tran. Like playing, because she's the monster, you know, playing the witch also. Right. Yeah, it could have um, been. It wasn't I'd, intended. I would have liked one episode with a mildly happy ending, you know? Right. It doesn't have to be like all sunshine and roses because her life was ruined, but like she could have swapped, you know? Like it would say that we're not monsters, so I guess it wouldn't fit in with the show. Right. But I think five ended not the happiest, but I was five happy at all. Huh? Well, she ended up just talking to her daughter at the end of the episode and kind of like seeing yeah, seeing her her left, wife in the huh. Sort of left with a like a well, where do they go from here? Because it's about the shoe is about to drop. We don't see. Don't worry about her life fall apart. <laughs> yeah, don't worry she's about. She's keeping her zombie in the basement. No, nah, don't worry about all that. <laughs> it's, it'll be fine. They'll be friends. Um, um, I don't know. The way they ended that one made me at least. So and and okay, or so happy. another one. So the second one, Eugene, Oregon, with the shadow thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Had such like an interesting piece of a concept, and I don't know. They had some interesting things that I liked about the episode, but as a whole, I didn't like it. Um, yeah, same. What's everyone's least favorite episode? Boah. My mine Six. was New York, New York, with the CEO. Um, I just. 
didn't like it. Oh um, yeah, that one was yeah. I, didn't I, I thought that metaphor, the metaphors in this one were just like so like bonking you in the nose. Um, it's like this guy is just like the Harvey Weinstein type, you know. I have to say, I think the second one was my least favorite. I don't know. It might be the second one. I think they did a good job of capturing like that Reddit internet friend mentality right. you know like because they i thought it was an interesting choice that he had no friends but he would talk online with them and then they would just kind of appear in the room like they were all convening right i thought that was a really neat idea that like, was I, a cool idea i like that but i just i don't know it's just so heavy-handed all the metaphors you know right like, oh he's his own shadow it's like he's trying to defeat his own shadow like right. nothing's ever nothing was ever like tactfully told except for i think maybe the iron river one but and how about episode I eight I, I i really enjoyed episode eight uh the last one but it was the, i think the wildest of all the episodes oh yeah that's that it was or the end yeah i was like what is happening this yeah. is bananas i enjoyed it but i don't think i enjoyed it because it's great you want some angel blood dog that's what is, like, what are they trying to say I don't know. <laughs> no is it clue. like religion? A commentary on religion? They're trying to say something. No. No, it can't be. Okay. I don't. I mean, it could be. I have no clue, to be honest. I don't get the whole angel blood alien thing. I don't understand it. Can someone explain to me what episode six is about? He finds a mermaid. He finds a mermaid. Sharko finds a mermaid. A siren. A siren. Yes. Um and becomes friends with it. Okay. Yeah, I can't, that's what I, I thought. Can't. I mean, I that's it. I I don't know what the greater metaphor is. Um I don't Okay, I really... about my the best thing about the show I will say is there are some good acting. Yeah. I think throughout. I there agree. was never like a bad. I thought um let's see. Nicole Berry in the New Orleans episode. Yes. I thought she was really good. I didn't like that story, um, but she was great. I thought C- Caitlin Dever, who's from Booksmart, in the first one, and she is the only character that appears throughout, right? I didn't notice any other connections. But um, I thought her accent wasn't great, but the acting was no. good. She was a weird, that was a weird Southern accent. It's supposed to be Louisiana, you know? I just, it wasn't, I don't know, something about it was off. It was off. But um, she was great, too. All the actors were great. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was the whole series was acted very well, um, but it it's totally skippable. It almost felt like they let students write it. <laughs> you know? Sure. I can see that. So, what would your recommendation for this be? Oof. Skip it entirely, or just maybe check out? Pick a few episodes. Just it. Check out episode five and episode seven. In episode eight, if you want to, I mean, yeah. if you want to get wild, watch five, six, and seven. Watch the bottom half. Yeah, honestly, yeah, uh, just watch the bottom half. It's uh, the wildest ones and then the best ones. So there you go. Six, six is something. Um, Sharko, man, he's the king of the ocean. Yeah, Sharko, is something else. <laughs> it's there's, there's not a lot you can say about this show because, like, with a blanket statement, because. Each episode is like a different director and right, a different vision, right. you know? So it's hard to like package it into one recommendation. I so. mean, 
my whole if, taken as a whole, I would say skip it. Agreed. Um, yeah, agreed. But you know, um, I really I did enjoy episode five, and then um, I thought episode five was good, and I thought episode seven was mostly good, and episode eight was very fun to watch just because it's <laughs> like excuse me what but it is like, like this whole show is very bleak and depressing like oh, yeah it's not a fun horror it's, no. romp <laughs> it's people it's, grieving uh, uh, or struggling for money or everybody is to... sad and broken and mm-hmm. it's not like like midsummer is a downer in theory like but yeah so is bly manor but like it's entertaining because there's hope you know like right. things could end up they're trying to fix it and this each episode starts in a way that you know like nothing will there's no hope you know it's not gonna end right. well so it's just like oh how's this person gonna die or ruin their life or right. lock their kid in a car i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah just probably probably skip it but check out episode if you like that though it might be for you if you if you like that kind of bleak, were you? It's just at, not a good pandemic watch. I think no, you know? definitely not. Were you at all getting you know through this thinking, man? I wish we chose the movie instead of the t- the TV show. Oh yeah, For a second. yeah. <laughs> I was a little hindered by it because I just watched Bly Manor and then which the is next day I watched this objectively. Yeah, way better. I loved it, and then I was like, ugh. So Spoilers. it did feel like a little bit of a chore right. to watch this. So it hindered my watching experience a little bit rushing rushing through it sure um sorry sorry to this man (laughs) sorry to this monster land um but anyway i think that's gonna do it for us um this week if you guys want to watch along next week uh like we said earlier we're going to be watching the haunting of Bly manor uh which is on netflix it's nine episodes um do yourself a favor do yourself a favor you don't need to watch season one you can just watch season two. Because I have not watched season one, which is The Haunting <laughs> of Hill House. Right. But, it just um, has some of the same cast. That's it. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Um, who? Well, I'll, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Well, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>